Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello. Here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I am so excited to do this show because it's all my favorite people in one space. Um, joined uh, uh, through the internet with me as um, Brian Frangi, new sidekick. Everyone's talking about it. People love him. People are excited. He's the greatest. Brian? Oh, yes. Hello. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hello. I thought we were going to go Jump through everybody. Jump on in, Bri. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just so great to be talked about finally. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be talked about. Yeah. I don't care what it's for. It's just as long as I'm talked about, that's fine. People said someone said that the moment they they fell for you was Aww. like, oh, it was it was a it was a hum- humble moment. I guess the word humility is in the word humble. I guess they're from the same root. But like you were being humble about you said something and you go, oh, you were like about you were on a rant and then you go, and I forgot where this is going. You just were honest. And I think most people would just try to like weasel out of it or but you just admitted that you lost your train of thought. And that was like people like that. Brian Frangie is a honest person. He is one of the most honest people I've ever met. I think it's a, a spectrum issue. Mm. Um, but I, that was that's not up to me to decide. No, that's but that's I also have a spectrum issue with honesty as well. Of just like saying things They're that are called a little Time bit Warner too. now, just so you know. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Um, but that Brian is me. here, and um, Noah is here from Arizona, and Anya is here in New York. And then in studio, you've already heard his voice. He's breaking all the rules. It's 
Chris Convey, my lover. Break it all the rules. He doesn't care for that. Yeah, it's not how. Well, you sang to me the song "Lover" on my birthday. My birthday's coming up, by the way. So uh, get ready again. (laughs) I keep aging. I know you don't want me to. Like every year. Did Chris learn that on piano? Yeah, it was so cute. He just was amazing. That is. He set up his little keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it was little. It's not little. It's just masculine um, energy. (laughs) I know. Here, it's coming through. Uh, No, he set up his key. Came over and with like a big, the big, a big keyboard. Everything looks big next to him, and he's uh, <laughs> big man, he's a little guy. And so it was uh, his little t- keyboard, and then he he took piano lessons and learned "Lover." Oh, oh adorable. lessons, Chris. How many lessons? Yeah. Oh, well, I was taking lessons, and then I was like, "Hey, I need to do this." Really adorable, sweet little thing for my lady. Well, he's a cutie because even I one time, I'm sorry if you don't want me to share this. I don't want to share anything ever, basically, is my overall policy. Well, this is adorable too. And this kind of shows our relationship when we were kind of just not solid yet. Like we weren't back together officially. We were kind of like open with talking about like other things, not other things, but past things. We always have been kind of, mm-hmm. but there, there was a time where we, you and I didn't talk at all. Like we weren't dating at all. We weren't talking at all. And I was trying to like get, I, cause my listeners know that I'm totally cool with hearing about past stuff. It almost like revs me up, you know? Right. And, um, but you were telling me that you, you took, Oh, somebody ice skating? Um, lessons. No, oh, less- tango lessons. Wasn't oh, that right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you took- were going to maybe go meet this girl that it was like a long distance thing and she was into dancing. And yeah. so he was going to show up and like, and I go, oh, were you taking tango lessons so you could do the tangaroo with a little Australian sweetie? And I was like, giving you so much shit, but I did think it was so cute. Yeah. That's such a cute thing. And then another cute thing. Was well, the tango lessons, no, it was actually salsa lessons. For, okay, salsa for that, yes. But the tango, oh, yeah. what I was going to do with tango lessons was. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was going to. For Sarah Lena, who I'm sure people have heard yeah, you guys talk about yeah. Sarah Lena. Sarah Lena is like a really, really accomplished uh, like tango dancer and instructor and all this stuff. And I was going to learn how to do tango, get really good at it, and then be like, hey, could you just you teach me a few moves <laughs> and, and and have her teach me just a few things. And then bust out. And then just be like awesome at all of them and be like, God, you're the best teacher. Oh, yeah. And then, and then just... That's a really good idea to yeah. do. It's like so... That's so much effort for a surprise, but for like, like a funny joke. But like those a, two, those two were my best friends, yeah. and it was like, well, this would, if this makes them laugh, this could go yeah. down in friendship yes. history. Chris I is like a that prankster. Stuff. I'm learning. You like a good prank, but it's like a, a, like a surprise. It's like a, it's like a, a positive, an elaborate prank. joke. I like an a big positive joke. prank yeah. like that. A positive like, prank. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Surprises. We should start a show. Positive pranks. Yeah. I know I don't flowers. like watching prank shows because they're mean and they're deceptive and people I don't like I don't like um, crank yankers when I did that show it was the oh, yeah. it was the most miserable I've ever been not because that show isn't amazing it's my dad's favorite show that's why I said yes to doing it but thank God I had I turned off my brain I disassociated I literally became a husk of a performer <laughs> and then I just read the screen in front of me what people mm-hmm. just wanted me to say because I can't deceive people that way well do you guys you guys remember on the show where we met brian well where i met brian yes before that remember the thing that probably broke you oh my god tinder tap out oh it was it never got released i'm not in the shame that that sketch that i probably lost a couple years of my life Mm -hmm. under the stress of pranking those guys so what we did was we were trying to see through these guys i met on tinder 
with hidden cameras set up in an apartment that was supposed to be mine. So it was Nikki's show called Not Safe. It was on Comedy Central. And we had this idea that we would get a bunch of these guys to go on a date. They would pick Nikki up at her quote unquote house. We set up a bunch of hidden cameras and it was Nikki's, the, the, the name of the bit was Tinder Tap Out. And it was how many things can Nikki get these guys to do before they're like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Oh, before yes. they, and so this. it's like, change a light bulb. There was all this checklist, change a light bulb, um, put together a couch, uh, like a chair? Ikea, Ikea furniture, a table. Yeah. An yeah. Ikea like table. Um, one this was actually bring me Uber Eats. Bachelor. it's pretty much every relationship like how much can I get him to do for me before I give up the puss and so first of all I had to go on dates with these guys which is my is my number one nightmare when I'm a single person is meeting up with someone I met online and that this is always what I ask people when they're dating I go how awkward is it when you show up for the first time and you have to be like Hey, like you don't know each other. You've only talked online. Like it's humiliating. That alone is humiliating to me when it's done sincerely. And so when I had to fake it and be like kind of into these guys, because you also, when you're a woman, you don't know if these guys who are coming over to your house and they're bringing you food think they're going to get laid. Probably they're like 50-50 on it, probably more leaning towards like, I'm going to get late. you invite them into your house on like the yes. very first moment, this is like, this is a So I had people session. in the next room ready to like step in <laughs> if they tried anything, but trying something with me is, the first attempt of them leaning forward is already out of my comfort zone. By the time someone came in and goes, stop, 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 I'm already assaulted in my mind like the the move if someone would have like put their hand on my hip we would have stopped down and said hey this is a joke don't touch her but even that first thing to Mm -hmm. happen for that to then be intercepted or like for it already would have been a violation it was so so you had like five you had five guys come over guys that i had to do this with and and, no and i had to do throughout the course of the day all, all day long it was so stressful because i hate lying to people and i also hate Making dating? guys waste their time. Yeah, I hate dating. Yeah, I do. Yeah, combine a lot of things that you don't like. I thought like. you liked gangbangs. Gang if all at once would have been a different story, if they all arrived at the same time, we would have oh, had God. something, you know, going. But it was... Wow. That's so funny, Anya. It, no, it was... And she only knows that because she sees my act. This isn't something I'm talking about. Because Chris is probably like, what? And he Boy, hasn't he seen my gangbang show yet. He hasn't seen the latest show. He hasn't seen my gangbang material yet. So I have a lot of gangbang material, but it's not, you know, it's not something Chris has seen yet. So I don't want you to think I'm just talking about gangbangs like offstage. It's an act. But yeah, I was just... And then... Well, we couldn't. Air, the best guy was refusing to give he us refused, permission. Yeah, yeah, he was the best guy. He yeah. was he was great. And I bet I could. I bet I could find that video. Oh my god, I, I don't think I could even watch it. And I remember my grandma died that day too. Remember that? <gasps> oh my god, it was, Mimi a rough, died. it was a rough day. Mimi yeah, you died that Mimi. day. Yeah, oh, it was awful. It was. That's what you get. For, and my sister, that's what you get for tricking men. <laughs> oh, my sister called me in the middle of it. Yeah, no kidding. Wow, that was karma. Um. My sister called me in the middle of the shoot and I was so wanting to get out of the scene that I just took the call and left the guy to like install the furniture <laughs> and went in the bathroom and was like, tell me about grandma. Like I was actually taking calls about grandma that I probably wouldn't have taken because I just wanted to get out of the fucking scene. Mimi, I love you. Thank you for saving me that day. Um, Did you guys but, learn anything about like male behavior and dating from that? And also my second question <sighs> is why did it not get included in the show? 
What I learned is that like we hated doing it. And <laughs> yeah. we don't we don't we don't have the temperament for it. Like it takes Pranking is not fun. It oh, takes God, a special no. kind of person to do to do that and have no sort of like qualms about it. Yes. But but also that guys like these guys were all sweet. Yeah. And like they were kind and they were probably looking for girl. They were probably Brian Frangies back in the day, like looking yeah. for a friend, looking for a partner. And then we we paid them back for the food they bought. We, you know, offered to pay them for the I, I yeah, mean, we paid them. Yeah, we yeah. they they all they got stuff out of it. But you know, it's like it's just it not just fun wasn't yeah, it wasn't tricking. fun. But it's not fun wasting someone's time. But it was nice that like they, yeah, they were thought I was gonna fucking blow them. It's like what a disappointment <laughs> to think that you're gonna oh, get yeah, that's that. a huge letdown. Like if you'd match with somebody even on on Tinder and you're oh. so excited, imagine if you're just like, Oh my and god, it leads I have a date. to an actual date. Yeah. Brian, how many times as someone who we used to call Bumble Brian because you were so much on the apps and you yes. went on, you said in one year you went on like 200 dates like it yeah. was something insane like dates every with other over day we were dating 50 different women multiple dates a week sometimes multiple dates a night in my search for the that, one that is why and you found the one but before you found the one i want to say like and i read this a lot on the dating advice subreddit because it's just a fascinating subreddit where people are just sharing how hard it is out there and i did this a lot on dating apps when i was on there I would get matched with someone and that would be enough for me. I don't want to meet them. It's the dopamine hit of like, I could if I wanted to, yeah. but I'm too scared to meet this person in person. I don't, I'm not really interested in getting to know this person, but I could if I wanted to. And then, and I hear this happens a lot to guys and girls. You you have a conversation and you never meet up. Yes. And the person kind of ghosts out. How often is that happening with matches on there? Um, it's like probably like 80%, oh, yeah, percent, right? It still eight happens to me like times. every week. <laughs> <laughs> it happens so often and it, every single, it didn't matter how many times it happened, every single time it happened, it destroyed me. I was always so yeah. hurt. Can you imagine if you ended up on a prank show at, oh my at, God. after one of the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, finally so somebody mean. matched with me. I could go on a date and then it's a fucking prank show you know what i learned through all of this what you have to learn these lessons is like trust your gut and my gut was screaming i don't like pranks i don't like this even when i did crank yankers i turned it down for the second time they asked me because i was like it wasn't enjoyable yeah. my dad i didn't get anything from it in terms of my dad got it one like got to see me on crank yankers his favorite show done i don't need to do it again that is your dad's favorite show like, <laughs> one of his he just loves prank that calls. is so odd Oh, uh, okay. He loves prank calls. Imagine like, you go on a date. So and um, it is a funny show. Imagine you go on a date and you show up and then Chris is there and he just starts tangoing really skillfully. And he's like, gotcha. <laughs> and that's the end it's of the so date. Embarrassing. Uh, positive pranks with Chris and Frank. We wouldn't have been able to do it to Start women. It, it would have been too mean. And that's the double standard. I mean, the premise doesn't work with women because women aren't desperate to get fucked. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I don't think it was. I don't think it was that deep of a of a thing that we were doing. <laughs> I know, but I don't think it would. Women, we it wouldn't have. It, well, actually, women are desperate to get married, though. So that we would have changed the dynamics of it to seem like this is a promising. This guy will give you a relationship as opposed I to sex. I want to know what Chris thinks of that woman who was curious about whether it's okay to bake. Uh, because she really likes baking, bake uh, hit this guy's oh. favorite dessert on a second Okay, so date. yesterday I was reading from a Reddit thread and she was it was in dating advice and this girl was asking, we went on a first date with this guy. I really like him. We got along so well. And he mentioned his favorite dessert and I really want to bake it for him for the second date and bring it. How would you feel about that? It all depends on how that first date went. If it was like some sort of a magical thing and that girl seemed totally cool and normal and then she did that, you'd be like, oh, that's cool. But if she seemed a little 
goofy, you, you might think this is weird. <laughs> it would all depend on how that actual first date the, went. What his Because it sounds like it. a cool, sounds like a thoughtful. I like it because I feel like it's thoughtful. So to yes. me, it's like, this seems thoughtful. But if she was... Can I just say, though, you watch Love is Blind. Remember when Zach is deciding between Irina, the Russian sleepy yeah. snake, and then <laughs> Russian having nothing to do with why she's sleepy or sneaky, um, but it's just another factor of her, not racist or uh, whatever that would be. And then um, I think we can openly criticize Russians right now, can't we? Not now. Um, there's one on the podcast. <laughs> well, I right know. Now. Uh, yeah, but saying that they're all sneaky... Like I don't want to infer that Russians are all sneaky. Right. I mean it's the same it's the same sort of thing as like like Americans when you know something bad Loud. is happening in the world. It's like it's not all of our fault. We didn't want that to happen. Yes, that's mm. a good point. It's okay. So the Russian sleepy snake and then uh um Bliss. Bliss. Remember when she bakes him yes. a cake for his birthday? D- good move? Yes. Or, really? Was, to but me he didn't pick I thought her, it was ins- but I thought it was insane of him. I thought he was insane for picking that Irina. That oh, was yes. why he did. I don't. Think, I don't think. I it think is. it's why he didn't. Bliss was too easy. She wasn't gonna. She wasn't a challenge. People don't want. She wasn't a challenge. The other Bliss was ready to give him everything. Yes. Save the cake for for your cake is your pussy. Save it. Save it for your marriage. <laughs> it's also like, I also think it depends on him. Like if he was a reasonable, like everybody knew. That Bliss was the right person. Like it was so obvious that Bliss was well, like. I didn't know she was the right person. She's better than Irina, though. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. B- b- between those two, yeah. you're like, oh, he isn't mature enough to see that. Yes. He isn't like, yeah. He wasn't like, ready he, for it. He wasn't yes. ready to have a mature, loving relationship. He was yes. not ready to accept love. And so he let that snake slither into his life and manipulate <laughs> him. <laughs> he did. And she was never in it for love. You could tell from the... She I wanted get, a hot guy and she was so she, sad when she, she wanted didn't get a place like, to she wanted a best. She wanted a best friend that she could worship. I think she Michaela. wanted to win. I think she just wanted to win. She wanted. Yeah. She, did, she, uh, she probably wouldn't have even been oh in the Mexico trip or further if she wasn't in direct competition with another woman because she wouldn't have tried hard enough to get him. I think you're right. The competition opinion. aspect of mm. all of these things really makes people oh, God, do yes. like irrational things. Anya, what did you think of that? Did you think the? Um, the well, the, I watched the, the, the reunion, move? Chris. So I re- and I'm <laughs> Russian, so I really feel like I know Arena a little better than you guys might. No, I, I they they raked her over the coals over that reunion. It was yeah. like you're a bad person, and we all wish the best for you, and we hope you grow. We all think Ooh, you're a terrible person. Yeah. We got to get into the reunion because it was, you know, famously uh, delayed because Netflix was having issues. And so it it did air eventually and people could watch it like three in the morning or whatever. But Anya watched it. Um, I did not care. I don't care about what happened. I just want to hear the highlights. So we're going to get to that after the break because Anya watched it and she's going to give us some highlights and we're going to comment on what we thought because we all have watched it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do it. Um, we'll we'll talk about uh, Love is Blind and the reunion right after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right, we're back. Anya, tell us the big um, takeaways from the Love is Blind reunion, because I have to say, if these shows do not give it to me straight up and they give me a week to forget about the characters, I don't care. I don't care about getting back in. Netflix, give us a dump of Love is Blind. Do not separate it by week. I have to think their analytics support what I'm saying and that they lose people every week. Imagine how many people people, they lost from the delay on the the reunion. Waiting three hours? I bet those people, I bet everyone that waited did watch it though. I did not wait. I would never have just been waiting around for that stupid reunion. Well, I didn't. gives a fuck? I sat there at 5 p.m. like a dutiful fan and I waited and waited and I kept refreshing. You did not. I was a dutiful fan and and I even brought my headphones with me to go shoot hoops at the park and I was like, I'm going to listen. In case it came on? In case it came on. I kept refreshing and, and, and the more times I refreshed, the angrier and angrier I got. 
until it got to the point where what the most frustrating thing was there are people on Twitter who are saying it's working for me now and I'm refreshing and it's not working for me. So now all these people are getting the dirt and I'm sitting there in my basketball. What did you want to see so badly? Squeaky clean, Brian. Let's talk about what you were dying to see out of that reunion because I... You know, it's later on. I just want to see if Kwame and Chelsea are still together because yeah. I oh, thought that yeah. was going to implode yeah. immediately. Yes. And what we do know from our own personal interactions with Tim Convey, Chris's brother, who is in Ludo, which is the band mm-hmm. that Zach covered in that song. Yep. I know based on when that was brought to Tim, this was shot o- over a year ago. So these couples got married over a year ago. Are they still together? That's what I want to know about Kwame and Chelsea. The rest, they all lasted, we know. I was blown away that Michael, Mike, and Paul did not say yes. Both of them. Yeah. Did they get back together? Is that is that a bomb that we're willing to drop? They right? did yeah, date after they broke up. So he said no to her at they the altar. Did. I thought her move at the altar was genius to be like, I think yes. you go first. Yeah. Uh, he was. I kind of loved Vanessa um, Lachey's answer. She did not let him get away with something. He he was like passive aggressively shaming Micah and saying like, you know, I just didn't feel there were certain things. In line, and Vanessa's like, you said she wasn't nurturing enough and wouldn't be a good mother. So oh, can you address brutal. that? What kind of and person like, says uh, that? You know, I don't really. I just didn't think of, it was just a thing. She's like, what quality did you need to see? And he's like, because Micah about his well-being. Yeah, Micah was an only child, and almost she and her mom almost died during childbirth. Which she's like, you didn't see this on the show, but that's one of the most important things to me is to have a kid, and we talked about that extensively. So that hurt to hear what a that he demon. thought. It. I mean, that is a <laughs> demonic thing to say to somebody. It's like he, it's like he spent. Why do I disagree? Six, he spent six weeks figuring out what would hurt her the most, and then he oh. said it in the right after dumping her on the altar. That's the first thing he said was she wouldn't be a good mother. He Do you say to her face? Thing. No, it's to camera. Okay. He was, Vanessa's like, your mom and Micah were kind of like doppelgangers. And he goes, well, they might have looked alike physically, but there are a lot of differences between them emotionally. What's, and it was like a dig, whoa. like my mom is a good mom and she wouldn't be. Was sort of the implication. No, I don't hear that. I just hear Micah's not. Maybe, maybe Paul is get. This is you can villainize Paul all you want for what he's saying. He's not giving you specifics because that would be meaner. So what we're what we're injecting in there is a bunch of stuff that he didn't even say because he's trying to be nice. He's trying to give an answer for why he said we need to hear why he didn't. What he said would, she wasn't what nurturing, would, and it's okay, just a so, quality that emanates from someone. I can't explain it. I but just what would didn't you want him to vibe. say? Do you want him to lie? It's what like, do you want him to? say? Say, aside from it, what he felt it's like he stumbled upon i don't think he maybe was malicious but it's like he stumbled upon the meanest possible thing he could say <laughs> i think what he's would in you love prefer? with his would you mother want him to lie? and she's not like his mother and he wants a mommy and he's too scared to say she wouldn't make me lunch she didn't ever cook for me she didn't do my laundry but he doesn't want to say that because it'll sound anti-feminist oh. or something so he's like it's just a vibe i can't they should have never been together he should have uh micah should have been with kwame the whole time. I mean, the I way mean, they Kwame, as soon as Kwame yes. and Chelsea get married, and then Chris and I are watching it. Kwame and Chelsea say yes, and then after that, it's Micah and Paul. And I go, "There's no way that Kwame is hearing the news of their breakup and go, going like, hey, uh, can I? Uh, can we like go back to my wedding and like, can I change my answer? Because he was in love with Micah. The way his face would light up as soon as she would walk in the room. The way he would put his hand oh on his God. chin and just have this little boyish grin when he looked at her was." So her, 
if I were Chelsea watching that footage back, I mean, she saw it all happen because they did it right in front of her like a piece of scum. Um, but then upon watching it again, I don't know how that couple is still standing after watching their little poolside chat where she kept like touching his face. Disgusting. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any <laughs> stake in this, but I don't, I don't fault Paul for thinking she wouldn't be a good mother. I don't. And like, and having that be a reason, because if, if let's say the opposite, let's say that we, let's say Paul was just like, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. Whatever. Gave some bullshit answer. You'd be mad at him about that too. Paul, why, why did this like, he was goaded for specifics. He gave them, you don't know what the producers are doing on the other side of this. They're trying, they're make these people tired. They get them to say things and then you villainize them for telling the truth. I just don't, well, and I like Micah's point, which was like, I never heard about this at all until I watched the show. So I never right. once during dating this person for, for a very long time, even after we broke up, we got back together, never heard that he was concerned mm. about something that was a well, huge red flag. Yeah. Like, at least give me a heads up. Yeah, at least tell me I'm going to be a bad mom, like... <laughs> A, a couple <laughs> weeks yeah, give me before some we get to and the I altar. Just like, well, I just like, I like villainizing the characters on the reality show. That's like my number one thing is to hate on them after it's over. No, but yeah, I just think point? that they're all, they, this leads to them like wanting to kill themselves. And oh, I'm like, no, it's no. just, it's not good to, for, to pile on because I think it's, we're all hypocrites. I think we all... Yes. operate the same way and we would under the same circumstances yet we sit on our little couches our golden thrones and say well, I mean my couch is a golden throne if you've yeah, seen wait. <laughs> but we all I just think that people need to chill out with their judgment and I'm doing the same thing with I'm not judging Micah I'm saying I don't I don't care whether she's a good mom or not but Paul was just telling the truth and that's what we wanted from him and now we're mad at him and now we're saying we I am I would never think that thing about my partner. Yes you would. Yes you have. And definitely on a reality show where you're sleep deprived and you're being manipulated constantly you would do the same thing. So I think we just need to look at all of this through that scope. But I have not seen the reunion so maybe this would change my opinion. I just think it's particularly painful for women because that's like one of our not every woman wants to be a mom, but that just f hits so deep. Like, so and then you're going to no, but like a man who doesn't even experience motherhood, like he, <laughs> he is not a, a mother and is never going to be a mother, but he's going to tell me he's not that the I'm not a good, mother? a good mother is. I'm sorry, yeah. but Chris, yeah. haven't you dated women that you go, she would be a bad mom. If she's yeah, like, I mean, it would look at like, if you had a kid, I would be like, Nikki is going to be a mom. <laughs> no, I mean, you were gonna be a mother. No, there are there are people that I, I've dated guys where I go, he's not ready. He shouldn't be a dad. Like it's right. just a thing, and it doesn't mean you're. I get it that like that's I almost died, and so that's my thing. Like I'm sorry. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's your thing or not, or if it hurts a lot. It's honest and it's true. And Paul is a little spectrum -y as well. I'm well, sure we're that we're leaving the, out the something. Though, when up Paul with some evidence, like give one example, like all you do is get wasted with your friends and do crack. Yeah. Like that, uh, give an example. I think, I think he, that's the thing that Paul had a problem with, and maybe yeah. he didn't want to say it. Was like when he would call her, or oh, when she yeah. was, or with her friends, like. They, they seemed great together, but that was pretty unbecoming when they would go out and she would get hammered like she was in college. Yes. Mm -hmm. And for, for a guy like Paul, like yeah. it, it, a man of science, like, a man of science. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like she's not metabolizing alcohol fast enough. <laughs> yes, uh, but, yes. But he, I, like, that might not be his favorite thing. Whereas right. another guy would be like, yeah. "This is my perfect girl. Like, girl, let's go out and party." Mommy wants to get wasted. I want to be yeah. clear. I am sad that she almost died during childbirth and her mom died. I'm not making fun of that. We all have something in our past that we could go, but that's extra hurtful because of this thing that you didn't necessarily, like, I don't really give a lot of leeway for that. For those things. Well, we're leaving those out things. the fact saying, that when Paul, I wanted to be a mom. When Paul said well, that now about- now she won't be with him. Good. Good for her. She Paul, got out of it. When Paul said that about, uh, about her, he also threw up the shocker symbol with his hand. <laughs> And I think that was totally unnecessary. <laughs> I know. I mean, her drinking was the me. issue. Why? I had someone I dated once tell me, like, I wasn't ambitious enough. And I was like, by whose standards? This, this guy was like a workaholic. And and I was like, I am. Did so he actually say those words to you? He was you're like, not you're not excited enough? about things. What are you working on? Why are you not working on anything? And I was like, I just finished a web series, an album. I'm working on it. Like, what do you want? And then I was just like, I don't like this kind of person. I don't want to date someone that's judging me quietly or loudly. Yeah, and you I, didn't want to stay with him. It's like, I'm not up to your <laughs> standards. Your standards of what a good worker is or like a productive person. What did I miss that? Sorry. I said, you didn't want to stay with him. <laughs> You know oh, what I'm doing? Oh, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, I got it. That was good. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, so I think it's just sort of like, who are you? Like, she doesn't meet your standards of what a good mm. mom is, but like, you have some weird standard that you won't even elucidate for us. Thank you. I used a good word. Yeah, that is yeah, a good word. Wow. And definitely Paul knows that word. <laughs> um, I get it. Like, uh, yes, I guess Um, I just really didn't like Micah's stinky friend, who I oh, bet yeah. smells. Oh my god! <laughs> well, that's yeah. I did not like on. that. I did not like that girl. And I know it's less interesting to talk about things. Well, we Noah said that Zach looked like he had bad breath. I yeah. can say that that girl looks like she stinks. Her attitude stinks. She's a stick in the mud. She looks like she's and I stink sometimes. No judgment. Like just like she like looks like she shower might, stinks. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want her borrowing my sweatshirt. <laughs> I couldn't. I thought that friend was like the worst person. She's I've the worst person show. I've ever seen. <laughs> She's beautiful, Brian, and I would you, want to borrow her sweatshirts, but I would need to walk. I don't, and I'm a stinky person too. Don't come at me, and yeah, don't send this true. to her, please, God. That's don't true. send this to her and be a fucking troll. I'm just saying she's she, she was not nice. She smells yeah, that, like shit, and there's nothing she could do. About it. Shit, she just bro, smells bro. like she doesn't. Uh, there's just, uh, and I'm projecting. I can be a stinky person too. Brian, do you know who the football coach Tony Dungy is? Of course I do. He was the Colts football coach, my number He's, one favorite team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boy, boy t interlude. What so, does he mean? I have I have a friend <laughs> who says that Tony Dungy looks like he's deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you pull up a picture, Noah, of Tony Dungy? <laughs> because we he gotta confirm a, this. He is a soft spoken, kind man, and he brought the Colts to the uh championship and won a oh, Super good Bowl. Good for him. Yeah, I good for Tony. Tony. Yeah. I actually, what do we all oh. think about this? Was the friend at the reunion? Well, can, no, can, but they talked I, about her and they were like, what are your thoughts? And She's a fan favorite, isn't she? People are, there's memes. She's got memes. They don't actually like her. No one actually wants the, her in their life. They don't like, she's like, Micah you know, I love New her. York. There he oh. is. He does. Oh no, he's he got an earpiece like, in. Oh, like well, maybe that's why. Gandhi. That's not exactly ben. why. Kingsley? Oh yeah, yes. yeah. it kind of does. I know it's more fun to hate on things and I couldn't agree with it more, but I want to talk, I think his name's Brent. Is that his name? Brett. 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 Uh, Brett is and the Tiffany. best. That that Brett 
like restored my faith in humanity. Yes. In people. Tiffany was cool. She was a confident woman and didn't let a lot of things bother her. Sleepy. Sleepy Tiffany. But not Russian. But like she she was really cool and confident and mature. Yeah, she was. He was like a rock solid man. And you know what? Because they're 36 and 37. That why can't Netflix well, the first of all. They weren't interesting. No, it was boring. So uh, maybe they're doing <laughs> when Claire when Claire Crawley, who was thirty nine and was a bachelorette, I think, or maybe she was like thirty six or thirty seven. Chris was a big I'm fan. I'm interested. She, they made her the the oldest bachelorette. The season only lasted half the season <laughs> yeah. because the guy got out of the car and she goes, "That's my husband." Yeah, and they're all just like, "Tone it down, lady." Yeah. And she just knew because I love first of her. all, we all know based on personal relationships with people who have been on the Bachelor and Bachelorette. They know right away who they're going to choose. They're they they pretty much the first night they know it's down to like two guys or two girls. They know they have to pretend like it's oh no yeah. for literally the entire season. I felt the same way when Claire 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 Crawley got out of the limo. I was like, that's the one for me. <laughs> I just really liked her, and I just like she why. has this thing. My friend Nicole in San Diego has it, and only a couple people I've ever met. But you know who else has it? Ali Wong on Beef. They have this thing. They have curved teeth, and their teeth look shiny all the time. And it looks like someone took Vaseline and put them over mm. their beautiful curved teeth. And yes. she has lip gloss. She on. does have cur- cur- oh lip gloss, constant That's, lip but gloss. But no, this is gloss. the Claire thing. Is like she's just like constantly like tilting her head <laughs> and being like, oh, like constantly. Do you like me more when I go like? Whoa, hmm. what's going on? Wow, right? yeah, that is like good. she was you, constantly that, like. You'd be a good mom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like. <laughs> she was constantly just she's exuding sex chris would you agree yes and we were talking about there are some women legs. that <laughs> there are some women that just they, have the, the i was even saying micah what is it about micah that is so magnetic on this show where we have kwame and paul tripping over themselves to propose to her through a wall. I'll mm-hmm. tell you she, what it but, is. But then she's fucking hot too. And once it's, they saw her, they go. Bleh, bleh, bleh. It's <laughs> the headline of Kwame and Chelsea's story, which is brand new fake eyelashes. What do you mean? Chelsea has new eyelashes. Oh, to kind of match Just the like Micah. Micah. Vibe. And I think oh, that yeah, fake adds. eyelashes. If if you're in any doubt about if you want to look hotter, let's talk. Let's for your for your wife's wedding, spray tan eyelashes. Those are the two things that are going to up your hotness. In- Those are two separate things. You, no, you don't, you don't spray tan your eyelashes. It just sounded spray like tan. Spray yes, tan get some really tan eyelashes. Yeah, spray tan and eyelashes are always going to uh, like. I would say before a face of makeup, I would get a sp- spray tan is going to make your face look better anyway without makeup, and then eyelashes. There's essential elements because so Chelsea did she look so much hotter I have to say personally I preferred the before even though watching the entire season I was thinking could someone slap some mascara on those things at least or a little top eyeliner Micah's I have to say I don't like I don't like fake eyelashes that are the ones that you used to get Anya not I'm not judging you the ones but the ones like their extensions yes terrible don't look good they look like they look fake and they look too much. Do you know what I'm talking about, Chris? Like, no, I'm kind of the the perfect candidate for observing plastic surgery and uh, like makeup and eyelashes. Like, 
it, whatever tricks that are being pulled work on me because I'm not looking at a specific thing. I'm looking at a whole picture. Right. And so those things, I'm, I, it's hard I'm to like, identify. Look at her eyelashes. They are too over the top. They like, like some people have made fun of women with these kind of fake eyelashes and put credit cards on their eyes. And it just yes. looks like straight up just a flat <laughs> surface of black. And that's what it looked like. Micah's to me were... Because they'll have no makeup on and then just these, lo- it just doesn't like look great. Like one of great, those dolls I- that uh, goes yeah. to sleep. Yes. Like those, yes. those eyelashes. Yeah. Like I get offended pup, like sometimes when Chris doesn't see them. I'm like, you can't see how fake that shit is? When you point it out, I can. Yeah. But I think it's so <laughs> ubiquitous Chris- at this point. All of these yes. things, all the plastic surgery, all this stuff is so ubiquitous that it's like, some of it just looks like what, what is happening. Is. And so you're not like, oh, this is... Yeah. wildly different than what a normal human being looks like. So was Micah just um, made out to be the, like, like poor, was everyone just so poor Micah, or was she a little bit no, villainized for was, her um, bullying I styles, I guess, with Irina? She, I think she escaped just fine. She has a new Taylor Swift, dirty blonde uh, hue of hair. Uh, she looked beautiful and tan and sad and stoic and handled everything kind of well. But she looked very heartbroken still over Paul and kind of. Oh, but was she Kwame got attacked just like, a little bit for us. Uh, there was some rumor that she had told uh, Irina maybe that like, I'm never going to marry this guy. Like they were saying, I think Zach, is that the guy with bliss? Yeah. Zach was like fuming in the corner and was like I just have to say Micah has been throwing Paul under the bus this whole time and never intended to get married and I can't believe she's acting like this but it, there was just nothing that interesting about the reunion to be honest I mean highlights oh. were Chelsea's well what about eyelashes. Kwame was he like kind of hor- horny for Micah could you no, tell he, he was or were very, they good are they good they seem great they were intertwined oh, very closely and Aww. He was like, you. what you saw on the show was edited so much. And, you know, I could see why people yes. would think I was so inappropriate. He apologized a lot to Chelsea's family, to Chelsea. Uh, oh, that's good. Uh, Kwa- yeah. I really loved Kwame, Kwame. I liked him from the get. Yeah. And then when he did that stuff by the pool, I was just yeah, screaming that was, at that the television. That was disappointing. But he won me back because when he and Chelsea were good, you were like, this is... This feels good. Yes. Except that, oh man. That one. Haven't we all been, I think I've talked about it before, when they are doing that photo shoot or they're like doing like a try on. Remember yeah. there, she was like trying yeah, on clothes trying close. and they both were like recovering from a fight that morning, but she was <laughs> acting like everything was fine and still being like cute and flirty and being like, I'm having so much fun. And you could tell they weren't having any fun. Yeah. She kept talking about how much fun <laughs> she was having. Oh my God. I think I've done that with you before when we've like not been, we were at a fun thing, but we're both still reeling from like an argument we got in and we try to like fake fun. Like, this is fun. <laughs> oh, that's like, like I go on the bathroom no bachelorette where they're like, yes. where they're like, this is so much fun being with you. Oh, because they have nothing <laughs> yeah, they have to nothing say to, to talk other. about. So they're just like, God, I love, this is fun. Yeah. Hey, if you yeah. say it enough, you'll believe fun it. On this well, both yacht. of them so were like, we loved that photo shoot. I know you guys were making fun of us, but Chelsea's like, doing a sh- photo shoot with Calvin Klein underwear is my lifelong dream. I guess her, why she's loved Calvin Klein. I think her that mom girl wants her to Calvin get Klein. banged in public. <laughs> That's her real, t- she kept saying, <laughs> real talk. <laughs> She kept saying this is her dream to do this boudoir photo shoot. Let me interpret that for you. No one's dream 
is to do a that means she her dream is to pose nude and if she wants if her dream is to pose like in nude with another guy in underwear she wants to, she's a voyeuristic person guaranteed they are at hotels opening the windows and banging in front of the window hoping people see guaranteed I would bet yeah. my life on it that these two are voyeurs I'm pretty or crude and pretty uncomfortable with you know like exhibitionist yes all the like Sorry. talking yes. about private Opposite. things in public but I thought her openness about all of that stuff, even though it was goofy and weird that you wanted that photo shoot, I thought it was refreshing yes. how, like, very on the I, – I would think you would appreciate her because you're, you're, you're like that as well. It is strange to want to do the photo shoot, but I love that even though I thought it was the most uncomfortable thing I could imagine for myself and watching it, the fact that Kwame embraced it – Yeah, it was cute. – was like, oh, these people do have a chance. Like, they are on the same page. Yeah. And even though I thought it was mm. bizarre and weird, and they they were both into it. Isn't it weird that they were both that comfortable doing yeah. that photo shoot? I mean, watching they it, the, the only thing I could really think of themselves. was that uh, she'd be a good mother. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't uh, help. Did you, did you see? Did you think that because you could see her fallopian tube? <laughs> oh, I can now see her as a mother. I could see a baby both coming out these of there. Tiny fit fit people. Um, I don't understand how these people are all wildly wealthy now they they had some footage of them all in their new homes well chelsea uh, is rich she comes from a rich family not chelsea the, who, who are we talking about this is chelsea right chelsea and yeah. micah now live in like a penthouse apartment overlooking all of seattle it is massive they have two separate bathrooms i'm just like do they get paid for this show not a lot, no. Yeah, maybe it's social no, no media. Way. They have I to mean, get how does something. a speech pathologist? No. There's social media is even. Chelsea's family is, I think, wealthy, and I think that was part of the I'm appeal for Kwame because when Kwame went and visited Chelsea's family, I feel like it really turned for him. When he's like, all these, <laughs> they were like, they were like vacationing on the French Riviera or something, or some Seattle yeah. version of that, like, yeah, yeah, like an island. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, like a, it was yeah. like a beautiful dock. Yes, and like, they're like, welcome to the family, and there was just like, it was like six matriarchs who were all like, you're going to be part of something. Man, there is something about meeting the family that there is a reason these shows do that, like meet the family thing and it can ruin a relationship. Yeah. Just some some hard-ass dad who's like got his gun on the table or some <laughs> shit, like is sharpening his knives like on last season. Well, yeah, well, the Paul, like uh, Zach had to run into a dad that was Bliss's, a baby. Oh, uh, Bliss's dad. Right Evidently, Bliss's dad is now in love with... Uh, Zach. I can see that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's all uh, good. I don't know if in love with, but like. They're in a relationship He accepts now. them. He has contributed <laughs> some money. To love was so okay. blind. <laughs> well, for our listeners who don't watch Love is Blind, this has been uh, quite a detour. But let's talk about maybe they watch Succession. Any, because uh, people have been asking me what I think about Succession. What's, because um, I have not spoken about it since Logan Roy passed. And I'm sorry, spoiler alert. Like, get on board. Like, you've had two weeks. Yeah, come on. Logan Roy died. Gotta say, I well, miss Brian Cox. I really do. Oh yeah, I just I've been watching McDonald's commercials on repeat just to like get my Cox fix. Wait, what? Is he's he on, on the those? McDonald's commercials. He is. Yeah. What? Yeah, what is like he doing? recent ones? He's the. Vo I mean, I don't know if he's in them, but he's the voice. No way. Yeah. Like dating back. No, like current McDonald's commercials. He'll be. He's the. Guy. Wow. He does a commercial and then he goes. 
Ba 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 ba. You're no so yeah. full of way. Shit. I'm dead serious. He's not like ba 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 ba. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, yeah, he gone. And uh, we, I missed. I thought the same thing of this first episode with Adam of like I miss him, but then. It gave other characters a chance to really shine, i.e. Frank and uh, Ken and... Um, Jerry was really funny. No, Jerry was great. Like, it's... I don't... I, I miss him, but there, there's... And I, you made a good point that Kendall is now kind of turning into his father and fulfilling that role of, like, this hard-ass, like, manipulator, of, master yeah, like manipulator. Falling into that, into, like... The role that that his dad would have yes, been. and there and can I say for all people who watch Succession, I was on the Succession Reddit and um, someone screenshotted and like zoomed in and used like great technology to completely transcribe the letter that Logan wrote, the entire letter that oh, Logan wow. left in the safe, and he left Colin that watch, you know. Colin, his bodyguard. Guess how much that watch is worth? Three point one million dollars. Yes. Shut <laughs> Did up. Did you already read? Yeah, I read that yeah, part. Yeah, it was wow. good. No. Um, and so it's it is cool that they like wrote that letter and and um, the whole thing is written as he would write it. It was just it's just a great little show. Do you think and, um, Kendall's name was underlined or crossed out? Crossed out. It's a clear cross out to me, Chris. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. What do you think? I mean, because to me, that, that that was the realization at the end yes. that made Kendall go back and go around Kieran Culkin and say, hey, we're going to make my dad look like he, you know, he was losing it at the end and, and drag him through the mud. Yes. Don't you, don't you think? Because he had Anya? that private moment in the bathroom where he opens the letter and he looks at it and it mm -hmm. zooms in on the underlined slash crossed out part. So for those of you who don't know, there's this letter that his dad leaves behind saying, I want to give my company and pr uh, promote to CEO in, in the event of my death, my son, Kendall Roy. But then they look at the letter closely and it looks as if he's either underlined it or crossed it out. I mean, they must have done so many versions I of this know. to have the perfect way of doing it. It's such a great moment because you can't really tell which he meant. But I think you're right. In that moment in the bathroom, alone with the document that he's really staring at it, he has the epiphany, fucking fuck this guy who tried to cross out my name. I'm going to fuck him over one more time because the reason they weren't going to drag his name through the mud is because they were like, we're going to honor our father in the event of his death. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say, any but he's like, which he always comes back to is this guy doesn't give a fuck about me. Yeah. Fuck him and fuck off. And I think that is, was his moment of realizing it was a cross out. What do you guys think? I'm only on season one, so I have no idea <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. what anyone's talking about. I just ruined it for you. No, no, um, I thought, I, I, I assumed if we got to the final season of Succession, it was inevitable that he would be dead. I mean, he must mm -hmm. die. Did you not hear to, he died based on social media or like just being online the no, past two weeks? No, the news was just broken to me here, but it wasn't oh, really a surprise. It wasn't a surprise because the, the title of the show is Succession. <laughs> which means that somebody has to move up and take his spot. That's a good yeah. point. Wow, Brian. Um, yeah, that is a good point. Okay, so we've we've talked about Love is Blind, su Succession, and then really quick, Daisy Jones and The Six. Um, I went on a rant yesterday about it. It sucks. Mm -hmm. The first episode was just uh, pandering. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I started episode two, but then I got distracted. Brian... You watched Daisy Jones and the Six yesterday. I started. I I have not finished the first episode. I'm like 40 minutes into the first episode. But yeah, doesn't get any better. No. My it's, initial no. disgust for the show is I can't <laughs> stand 
the fake documentary that's not a comedy. Oh, God. If it's it not a yes. comedy, the sincerity of faking that's a camera, it just takes yes. me out of it every time. That's such a good point. Yeah. You can do the documentary style if it's like best in show kind of done, but it, it needs comedy. The sincerity of behind it is so sickening. Yeah. And they're, the aging of them doesn't even work. It's so... No. Dare I say, uh, 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 it's Kerr. The show is Kerr. That's why I hate it. It's It's Kerr. I can't wait for Anya to watch it and and give us the lowdown because she's the closest to the, I mean, she's, she's She's Daisy Jones. She's much better than Daisy Jones. It's based on her story. But this is her world. Like this is, this is like, this is really Anya grew up in the 60s. (laughs) All I saw was that clip on Instagram that's like, we need a hotel room. We need money, and we need. No, I sent that to you. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, I oh, s- these guys are idiots. Like, I don't know oh, if I can the, get into watching. It's so ins- oh, wow. it's so insulting. I feel like I can't wait. To, I can't wait for you to watch it. But yeah, there's there's one scene where she walks by this bar, and you know those sandwich boards that. Oh will yeah, say, what did like, it say? Because I couldn't remember uh, yesterday. I it just the way that it ended, and then that the, the, that shot was like leading to that. It makes me like I feel sorry for these these. Uh, uh, these t- these people that made the TV show. I'm just like, you guys don't care about your... It's, it's so weird to be watching Succession and you're like, you guys are making yes. perfect television. How can this show be yeah. on, on the same It's a sandwich board. Yeah. Instead of saying like, you know, shots specials or, or like, like... open mic night tonight. Open mic yeah. night. It just says piano inside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, so like later in the episode, she goes in and without having practiced, without having worked hard, without having like spent her life writing songs and caring and all of this stuff, goes in and sings like a perfectly formed song that she never even worked on, that you never even knew that she wanted to do. Barf. Yeah. It was so gross. But she what got about, yelled at point, by her mother, so... That makes yeah, up for all yeah, that. She, yeah, you get yelled at by your mother One and marginalized time. by your boyfriend who didn't even know that you wanted to use. Can you imagine a <laughs> black woman? I think she's black. She might yes. be a black woman who's a backup singer in the late 60s oh, this was... is on stage and sees this white girl in the audience <laughs> that just gets the music oh, more gosh. than anyone else. Can you imagine a backup singer would go up to this girl and meet her at a party and go, I've seen you. Yeah, and you know what? You you you're, you're not there for the band. You're not there for, for the drugs. For the drugs. The- you're there for the music. And then encourage this girl to become a singer, a backup singer, whatever. Encourage a white girl to like <laughs> pursue her dream. F- I'm sorry. It was so. It, the whole thing was so insulting. It was. It, there's no way that would happen. And um, it was just. It's just so ridiculous. And <laughs> it, you know what? A- it, it feeds into that whole thing of like, no one believed in me. Like yeah, I hate no that. one believed in Daisy Jones. Okay. I just don't buy it. And no one, first of all, any artist that says no one believed in you, unless you, maybe that happens sometimes where a parent really is just cruel and says awful things. But generally I don't think Lady Gaga was getting a lot of pushback for not being talented. As much as I heard her say at Lollapalooza one year of like, no one believed in me. This is for you, dad. Just all these things of like, (laughs) you've been extraordinarily talented from a young age. Maybe people were jealous of you, but no one's ever said you didn't have it. I agree. I actually agree with everything you're saying. However, and this might be like one of those old wives tales, but I I did hear. Oh, yeah. I heard this too. I did hear. There was this Facebook group. There's a Facebook group (laughs) that says... Uh, Stephanie, Stephanie Germanata is never going to be fam- is never going to be famous <laughs> from way back when. 
So I guess it is true for her. So mean. That actually is probably, but apparently she was really annoying. I'm sure, but I also heard there was like a woman that used to bully Michael B. Jordan and like made fun of him all the time and then tried to like, tried to like talk to him on a red carpet and he was like, you were horrible to me. Oh, that's nice. What a dream. Yeah. Yeah, What a dream. dream. We got to go to break and we're going to play top one, bottom one when we get back. Thank you for um, putting up with this TV segment. If you didn't watch those TV shows, I hope it was still entertaining. We'll be right back after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. And we're back. Uh, Chris, you were about to say something. Well, I just want to say Daisy Jones is bad, but just as a palate cleanser, I, we watched the first two episodes of Beef, and it's it feels awesome right now. Yes, like oh, I'm I just dying finished to get back it into last it. night. It is such a beautifully well, done. Allie show. wants teeth. 
Artis. <laughs> but no, but the, the music, but the artwork, the the title cards, the font, the acting so into everything. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 a fantastic. It's, you know what's cool about it? And I was talking to a TV writer yesterday about ideas that we were having to develop something. And I was saying, you know, we want characters to be flawed, obviously. Not to be like bad people because we see that we see a lot of like they're either good or they're bad. We want I think people are craving weird, shameful, weird. And I don't think until recently TV has gotten into that like 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 the first time I saw on succession um, Roman's character having a sexual relationship kind of sexual through a door with Jerry, who is like literally geriatric (laughs) in, in her 70s. That was so weird. And I don't think anything like that has existed before or since of that kind of relationship. And if it has, it's probably some like art house type thing. I think beef is weird. Beef is weird. She's masturbating with a gun. Spoiler alert. There's no, I mean, you, this is the first scene. That is weird. And if you were to pitch that to HBO, I would think 15 years ago, it would be like, no, we're not doing anything like that. People are willing to get weird now. And I like that. Yeah, yes. I agree. It's Let's get weird. Let's get weird. And let's get to uh, top one, bottom one. And let's just get into final thought. Top one, bottom one. The category is love songs. Love songs. Okay. It was a debate between doing appetizers and love songs. So... My favorite love love song is uh, wait, wait, wait. "Loaded Potato Skins." <laughs> <laughs> a classic. You got me. I really was like, no, don't start the game. God, I'm such a noob. <laughs> there is a great you song called "Potato Chips" that goes "Potato really? Chips." Oh, how I wish potato chips. Potato chips. Wait, you both know this? Yeah, well, yeah it's a song. Potato well, chips. it's a guy thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, a guy it's Tony like, Dungy's favorite song. <laughs> I was gonna say this is another fucking sports <laughs> male song. Long interlude. Um, Chris was so originally the the topic was love songs, and then I changed it because I thought Chris would probably have a hard time with love songs, just because it's like there's you love them too much, yeah. and it would be hard to settle on one. Chris loves soft soft, soft rock, rock more yeah. than anyone I know. Yeah. Um, and um, so I'm interested to hear what your let's start with the top love song. Yeah. I mean, oh, sorry. We're starting with bottom. Sorry, we we'll end on top because we want to end on a good. No. Oh, okay. So bottom. So for for me, bottom love song. Yeah. I haven't really thought of of the exact bottom, but I would say any song by Train. Okay, Hey Soul Sister. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Any love song oh, by Train. Oh, I care for yes. you. I'll be there I think, for you. I think they. Uh, this is not a drive by. Uh, worthless, uh, uh, worthless love songs. Worthless songs. I don't know. Drops of Jupiter. Ugh. You you just don't like the specific lyrics? Yes, I do not like I do not like the lyrics that that guy writes. That's something about she does tabo around yeah, well, that there's like, he has like kind of it. current uh references in it. Yeah. I do I like I like that song, but um I or I like train but I get that they're it's campy and like and, not, and they're not trying to be. Yes. They're being yeah. sincere. Yeah, they're it's being, like yeah. they at some point have to start making fun of themselves. Though, and that like, heart and soul like coverish type thing that they did. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was really annoying to dun, me. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. What it was that? Yeah. But I they do like they do crank out the hits. People seem to like them. Yeah, no, people like train. Um Just, I'm not anyone else people. have a bottom a bottom love song. I don't like any song where a uh, man is bragging slash promising um how he's how well he's gonna take care of a woman. <laughs> 
TIs, whatever you like. <laughs> oh yeah, Anya covers it. Um, like, what? What? Can you think of an example of what that would be? Um, I, I can't think of a specific example because I'm not good. I'm not good at music. Uh, but I, uh, I can sing like, like, oh, I, I will hold your hand and take you to the, you know. Oh wait, Chris, you have an interesting, <laughs> interesting story about uh, Miley Cyrus's flowers. Oh, I don't know how true this is, but I would have to go back and listen. But I was told so. So you know, she goes, "I can buy myself flowers. Uh, I can take myself dancing. I can." Uh, what's the next one? Um, write my hold name. Hold your name in the sand. Talk to myself yeah. for hours or whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a Bruno Mars song apparently that Liam Hemsworth sent to her. Yeah. I should have bought you flowers and held your hand. Should have gave you all my hours when I had the chance. Mm. Take you to every party. Yeah, like he has the song of like. Great song. All of her, all of her, all of hers are rebuttals to all of his, I think, in a row. Oh, Oh, wow. That's really interesting. So I think it's also a dig to be like, you couldn't tell me your feelings. You had to like send me a Bruno (laughs) Mars song. (laughs) I think it's a dig on that too. But I think that's very interesting. Do you like the song Flowers? Because you're a Miley stan. Not Stan, but you like you like Miley. Um, it's grown on me, mm-hmm. but I think Wrecking Ball is phenomenal. Yeah, that's Chris's like favorite song. Okay, that's um, not true. No, it's one of them. That's you love either. that song. I love that song. But it's like it would say t- like okay, okay, sorry, but it's one of your faves. <laughs> current really, pop really culture like faves. <laughs> yeah, of current music, current issue because it's like seven years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that was one of your current faves. Okay, Anya, um, what is your um, l- least favorite love this song? This song gives me such a visceral reaction when I hear it. I can't stand it, even though I like the melody. But it, I'm just like, I get angry when I hear it. It's the okay. weekend, <laughs> oh. the hills. But I know oh. it's I not. Know that song. It's like mean. I only call you when it's half past five. Yeah, yeah. The only like time that, that I'll be by your side. I only love it when you touch me, not feel me. When I'm effed up, that's the real me. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's not meant to be a love song, but it's kind of, it, it just feels so mean. He also brags about like just having know. slept with a different girl. <laughs> I don't think he's great with women. <laughs> I've heard oh, he's yeah. a little shady oh, yeah. okay. and maybe not the nicest. So that doesn't surprise me. Can you believe he's the number one streamed artist like of all time? I just don't time. even understand it. Like He's on Spotify, some... he just like, but it it seems to me like comparing him to like Taylor Swift or the Beatles, like you would stream that stuff more. But well, I think he had mega hits at the perfect time. Like, so the Beatles probably aren't getting streamed as much because older people aren't streaming. They're okay, like, that makes they're sense. Playing their tape recorders, <laughs> <laughs> their gramophones. Yeah, their gramophones. <laughs> Wait, there's a John Legend song that's my least favorite because it's like, hold oh. on, there is one. I think he's. I, I think he's very good, but there is one that God. What is his? What was? It I'm was, with you on this one. I. I. I'm gonna look it up. I'm too looking up his like f- f- most famous songs. I hate this song. It's not all of me. I think I that's like a that. bad one. I kind of like that one. Um. God, I'm so sorry. Let me just find this. He's got a song called like Red Light or Green Light. It's awesome. Um. No, it was the song that. It, <sighs> you know what I'm listening to all what? the time now. Not to derail. This no, is a song, uh, Kill Bill. It's the best song. Yes. We're obsessed with it. I, I can't, can't stop, stop listening, listening to it. it. It's like the best song in the world. Do you know when you first heard that song? No. I do. We were in the car. We were in an Uber back from dinner with Andy and Bex. Yeah. And I was singing it because I just learned it. And I know all the fast parts. So I was kind of like singing along to it. And you go, what is this? 
And I was like, it's a new SZA song. She's from St. Louis. And he was like, oh, I know she is. But like, you were like taken in the moment. I remember when you heard it. I was going to send, I didn't know that. I was going to send you the song because she has an acoustic version and be like, will you just, will you learn this one on a guitar? I can play it for you when we get done here. That's a good song, guys. I'm still a fan, even though I was salty. Hate to see you with some other bro. Now you happy. This is the best Hate song in the world. Happy that I'm not the one driving. I'm so mature. I'm so mature. Yeah, yeah it's so good. That is one of that's that's a love song. Mm, that's the best new you'd song. You'd rather be you'd rather be in jail than alone. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be in hell than I'll, I like. I like how it ends. It starts out. She's like she's gonna kill her ex and his girlfriend too. His new girlfriend, and she's like, I'd rather be in jail than alone. And then at the end. She's like, I'd rather be in hell because she knows that's where she's going because what she just did. What she just did. And she thinks about doing it at first. And then by the end of the song, the song she's like, I j-, she goes, I might kill my ex. And then by the end of the song, she goes, I just killed my ex. So you like walk through it with her. It's so It's the best song in the world. Oh, 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 I love it. I like the term um, salty. Yeah. Salty. Yes. In terms of modern yes. slang, salty is great. And I don't like spill the tea anymore. I think that should be over. Yeah. I, I agree slay. with both of those. What do you feel about slay? Oh, I hate slay. I hate how people say it too. You know, slay. I, I, I mean, it's, I hate slay. It's so lazy. Lazy. Anyway, also, I didn't mean yeah. to. It's describing things that aren't even that incredible. It's just like, uh, I got a new sla- sweater, slay. I got a new slay, slay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like it at all. But I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, derail again. Have, has everybody fallen in love with Frangie yet? Because I mean, he's the greatest thing going. Yeah, people are into it. We still talk about him on my radio show. They they, they my radio show met him like f- like five years ago, and we still talk about bring up Frangie quarterly because of how you did the other day. You went into yeah. a long thing. You were reading all of his Apple rankings. Yeah, Apple rankings. Yeah. AppleRankings.com to read um, Brian Frangie's rankings of over how many apples at this point. Um. Less than I would like, but it's <laughs> dozens and dozens. Really? How many apples are there? Thousands and thousands. No way. Yeah. I went back and watched all the all the videos recently. I laughed at every single one, and then I read a bunch of the descriptions on air. And we got texts like people are like, "This is the funniest thing." Oh, that's yes. awesome. I love it. And Brian's so one of good. he's one of my favorite stand-ups of all time. So I, you know, like I, I hope people love him. I've gotten rankings. to know him well. Dot com is saved on my bookmarks. So like whenever I'm trying to like get internet on a flight, I just click. It's always the way I test if the internet is working. So I always give you a click. I have it set to wow, my friend's website awesome. just so I give him a view. When I'm checking for stuff. You know, Brian's like looking at the stats. He's like, why Why is somebody in Albuquerque? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, no. Yeah. <laughs> no Phoenix. I don't, know what, always- I don't know what this says about me, but when you guys were talking about all those nice things, my immediate thought was like, oh God, something terrible is going to happen. I'm going to, like, assume, like, I can't accept uh, that much praise. I feel so, like something's going to happen on the, everyone's going like, to start hating You're going to get now. robbed. No, and oh, break like, I, I hope start I didn't do that. <laughs> No, 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 no. Brian's no, like the most honest, sweet, thoughtful guy. No, so. you're not wrong though. When people build something up too much, oh, they yeah, gotta shoot. take it down. I gotta be undercut. No, my and Apple people, ranking site sucks. Brian yeah. stinks, and if you like him, you stink too. I'm people like that love girl's to rally friend. around. Yeah. <laughs> no, stink. people are gonna be mad at me about that. I'm gonna get hate for that because I'm talking shit. And you know what? I probably should. I don't know that that bitch, but she seems like a bitch. And she seems. <laughs> can I just guess? I think she might need she to explore stinks. her sexuality because I think she is in love with Micah. That's my thought. Uh, who's not though? I think she. I think there are a lot of times, and I've read about this on Reddit in in different threads. I think she is in love. On are you listening? I think yeah, she is in I'm love with her. her right now. Really? You're drawing her? Yeah. I have a little 
saying I'm drawing her. I think she's in love with Micah. I think she might be bisexual. And I think that this is a thing, and maybe I'm wrong, but there is a thing that when, and we've all dealt with this, when you get into a relationship and you have always been the single girl in your group of friends and all of your single girlfriends also are like, you're single with me. And you get in a relationship, your friends freak out because they don't have their single friend anymore. Mm-hmm. They feel like I there must be something wrong with me. I'm alone. And what do they do? They can't admit to themselves that they're scared and that they're feeling like they're less than because their friend ha- and they're going to miss their friend because there's less time being spent with them because they're falling in love with this guy. And so what do they do? They go, I don't like him for you without any basis. I mean, in the end, she was right about Paul, but it wasn't because she was right about Paul. Right. She would have done that with any guy because she loves Micah, maybe as a friend, maybe more, but she's jealous. No one would be good enough. She didn't want to lose her friend. But I bet you anything that Allie had friends when she met you that were like, I just like, I'm not like sure he's like the one and they like can't even say it because they're freaking out so much inside. I mean, I've done it with friends before when Kirsten got a boyfriend in high school. Kirsten told me last week and this is news to me on our girls trip. Kirsten told me that Anthony, her high school boyfriend broke up with her because me because it was ruining her relationship with me because I was such a little gay, jealous bitch because my (laughs) best friend was and I was so embarrassed when she said that. This is twenty something years later. I was so embarrassed that Anthony was mature enough to be like, "Your relationship with Nikki is really important, and this is getting in the way of it." Because I was so jealous. He didn't have the words for it, but that was it. I was jealous that I was losing my friend and that my friend was giving mm-hmm. blowjobs. I wasn't anywhere near to even kissing a boy, let alone putting kissing their penis. And I was jealous. I was like, and my anger for this woman is probably just projecting as it always is. So I have been on that side of things. Anya, do you agree? Had the same thing with my best friend in high school. A lot of feelings of guilt when I would get a boyfriend because I, well, and she did turn out gay, uh, but uh, not for me. But yeah, I think anytime uh, a friend I would I would do a disagree. But she did I'm once sure there say, were cr- I'm sure there were crushes along the way on you. At one point China was like, uh That's her my dream for us would be to do like a black and white photo shoot nude just for our friendship. And I was like, Are you insane? <laughs> ah, she tells me. Please, please ask her this at, at my wedding. Like be like, what was going through your head when you she to this That's day so is funny. like, I th- I thought it'd be cool. I think it would be really neat. I get but you don't want to do it. I just am like, I just had this epiphany. I was that girl, but you know, that was high school. I don't think I would have acted that way as a 20 something, but you know what would have made me do that? An alcohol problem, which that girl clearly mm. also has. Yeah. So they were hitting it pretty hard out there. Yeah. And just like whenever Micah would just get like more kind of talking like this and like, you know, like baggy cheeks, kind of just like, do you love me? Paul like, didn't think it was cute. What is more annoying than getting a call from your fucking fiance going, do you love me? Yeah. How much? No, talk to tell her that how much you, you missed me. Do you love me? That was when I go, oh, no. This yeah. night might not be good. Paul didn't was not impressed. And you know what? He's right because don't marry a drunk and have that be the mother of your children. I'm just saying if mm. if you are thinking about getting married to a girl who gets sloppy drunk once in a while, it's a progressive illness. If someone gets sloppy drunk ever and like on a normal basis, it's going to get worse with age and yes. it's not going to be good for your children. I'm just saying maybe from experience. So um, <laughs> it, yeah, it just same. it might get in the way of things uh, based on people I know that have drunk moms. It like it, it becomes a thing and it starts out fun. Everyone loves a drunk girl. 
when it's she's hot and young and cute and it's once a month or whatever but when you get lonely and your kids grow up and you know wine becomes more of like uh uh-huh, wine o'clock wine o'clock and pills it gets messy and then pills yes and then pills <laughs> i've seen that on tv <laughs> yeah we <laughs> all right we didn't even get to the top favorite what's your number one favorite love song chris i'm not gonna say my number one favorite but one why because i don't know I, because for me it's for me one i think that people may have missed and i don't mean to be patronizing or haven't heard in a while patronizing well i'm i'm half british (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what is your favorite so (laughs) love song go down to the shoppy and pick up (laughs) yeah for for the besties if you guys haven't heard this song in a while or if you've never heard it i think people should all go listen to yaz's only you like oh. immediately. What is that? Why have I? Why have you never heard told played me song, this song yeah, on the piano? It's a song only you. Is that the one that goes? Yes. No, no, no. That's that's Yaz's other song. Okay. Yaz is a form of birth control. I think I used in the early two thousands. But they also make some great music. What is this only you song? Oh, it's it is a it's an amazing song. You've never played it for me. Yeah, I only played for well. Good moms. Oh my <laughs> god! Future good moms. <laughs> my favorite love song. I was trying to think of which Taylor Swift song, and I would say um, for it's it's probably one that people don't know is "Daylight" is a really good one. And um, yeah, I love. Why that do you one. like that one? My love was as cruel as the cities I'd lived in. Everyone, something looked worse in the light, and she just talks about how like things were, and then you came along and it was daylight, 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 daylight. It just is like it's just a, and I can still see it all in my. It's just beautiful, and it makes you feel like you know when someone comes in your life and like everything just like lights up, and you know I haven't felt that way yet, but like I'm holding <laughs> out hope. No. no, it just does. When I'm feeling really good about my man. I listen to that song and it's like uh-huh. my um, it's like my Chris song when we're like really good or like uh-huh, when okay. we when we come out of some kind of darkness. Ah, oh, good. you get to listen to it once a year <laughs> 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 on my birthday after you sing me "Lover." Oh yeah, and have to do it. What are you going to sing this year? Only you by Yes for maybe <laughs> for maybe you got to get oh, a sense. I can't believe you've got another birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up so I know it sucks. It's endless. Like, I will let you off the hook. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't require much. I just want a thoughtful letter. Mm. Yeah, but I do that. Yeah, you do do that. Yeah, I do that. A yeah. letter where your name um, may be crossed out. We don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is this underline or crossed out? That's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening for th- this week, actually. Uh, I'll be on the road next week in Tucson, in Vegas, and then we are off to Europe for 14 or 10 city, 14 cities? Wait, no, 10 cities in 14 days. Berlin, Munich, the Netherlands, Oslo, Helsinki. Um, and so a bunch of us are going to be there i think right yeah anya and chris will be yeah. there and do, can we really quick get anya and brian's song i don't think we got those oh yeah, yeah sure yeah uh your song, song by elton john at the same time yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ever, all three at the same, same, time. same time one, one two, two three, three. your Go. song by elton Fiona john. apple valentine <laughs> <laughs> okay no that... no you've ruined it you should have done yours too <laughs> yeah no what's yours noah's is some d- death metal song <laughs> well, are there death metal love songs uh, yeah, there are actually. So my bottom one kind of goes along with what Brian was saying. It's the song uh, Faithfully by Journey. 
And I don't think it's a bad song. It's just I was listening to it like in anticipation of like meeting this guy who was driving a long way to like spend the weekend with me. And then he got there and like I liked him, but not enough for a whole weekend. So I just associated with that. And my top one is This Love by Pantera. It was my first like... (laughs) Power ballad. Wow. Wait, yes. I don't know that one either. I'm listen to that. You've got uh, Maroon Five covered it. I thought. Yeah, that's why I was like, is it this? Nah. That would be hilarious if Noah's favorite song. All right, so thank funny. you guys so much for listening to the show. Chris, thank you for being here. It was so much fun. Uh, we will see you on tour, or we'll just see you on the podcast next week. Don't be and just um. Dance, it'll be okay. It'll do. <laughs> just Sorry, I just something. No, it was good. I needed something. I was I was looking into your eyes and I got lost. Uh, yeah, guys, just, just, just dance. We'll see you next time. Bye. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.